It's the spooky season, everyone. Welcome to the Fantastic Comic Fan Podcast, where all month I'll be uncovering new, moldy, and somewhere in between comics that are sure to be a frightful mix of the unexpected. I wish to help you find that next ghoulish read or uncover an old, slightly rotted favorite from the ghostly past. I cover comics from Golden Age to now, indies, and Kickstarter campaigns, so you never know what I might uncover this month. But you will know where to find fantastically spooky comics to read at the end of each show. It's Friday, October 14th, 2022, and today I am late with the latest show of the podcast. It's a Spider-Man-themed show meant for Webhead Wednesday, and perhaps isn't a big deal in the greater scheme of things. But to me, it is. Yes, partly this podcast is hobby-driven. I'm a comic book geek who enjoys nudging people to try something different. There are tons of podcasters and YouTubers and bloggers who are like me and want to spread the word about fantastic comics. True, you never know what, well, heck, I don't even know what the latest show will be about until I put it together. And if you follow me on Instagram or Twitter, and if you don't, please do, there's a link tree in the show notes where you can follow the podcast. Those social media accounts have an eclectic mix of posts of comics from all ages for all ages. They're designed to nudge new and diehard fans to try something new or rediscover an old favorite. On the flip side, it also has to be partly business-driven. I'm not foolish enough to think I can monetize the podcast and make tons of money. Eh, it's not a priority. Yet, I bring a lot of indie publishers and Kickstarters on. I owe them to continue to promote and market the podcast to the best of my ability. The podcast is to continue to grow. Not so I can make money and brag about the podcast, but to allow a bigger audience to discover these smaller publishers who often put out comic books far superior than some of the bigger publishers. Now, about today's show. It's spooky-themed. Because the spooky season is one of my favorite times of the year. I have several episodes planned. And to start things off, I have a different Green Goblin story. Over the years, I kind of think Norman Osborn and everything Green Goblin has gotten watered down a bit. Sure, the pumpkin bobs and Halloween-inspired costume is a perfect choice for a spooky-themed episode. Yet... The Green Goblin's kind of a bit darker and scarier because this story that I'm choosing, it's a few years after Norman Osborn caused the death of Gwen Stacy. Many fans don't get the impact of the death because writers are always finding ways to bring her back in some form or another. And for a lot of fans today, Gwen doesn't quite seem so gone. But back then, deaths were quite fresh and served it as warning fans. Deaths happen unexpectedly. You never know who could get bumped off. Unlike today, a character could die and often stay dead. So check out the show and hopefully check out the art. It makes for a fantastic read. Now, on to today's show. Also known for long runs. For example, over at DC, Ross Andrew gained a nine-run year on Wonder Woman, starting with issue 98 way back in 1958. After leaving D.C. in the early 70s, he began in 1973 a five-year stint as a regular pencil of Amazing Spider-Man. He started with issue 125 
and he only stayed on a few issues longer than Len did. He ended his run with issue 185. Now sometimes, when talking about creative teams, and I'm guilty of this myself, I get to forget about certain parts of the creative team. For example, inkers and letters and colors, which are all actually important. But in this case, let me talk about the inker. Mike Esposito was a long-time collaborator with Ross Andrew. Those two worked on a variety of projects over a span of four decades. That was your creative team pretty much for this run of Amazing Spider-Man. Back then, the Spider-Man mythos, well, they're a little simpler, less complicated. Let's face it, Spider-Man had yet to celebrate his 20th anniversary. Decades later, we're now talking the 60th anniversary. So like I said, things are simpler. Now, the Green Goblin had been around since the Silver Age. He was recently killed off about two years before-ish. And his son, Harry Osborn, then became the Green Goblin in another storyline. Harry first became the Green Goblin in Amazing Spider-Man 135 and 136. So in this issue, we have a cover. A very cool cover. It shows a Flash Thompson on the ground. There's a shadow which very distinctly is the Green Goblin, with Spider-Man saying, you, what have you done to Flash Thompson? So it's not out of the question that Spider-Man would think that this is Harry. Now, it's also interesting about the issue is Aunt May has a heart attack. She last had a heart attack back in Amazing Spider-Man number 34. But the frail Aunt May, well, this is a trope that gets used on. In fact, this little bit of her being sick carries all the way straight through to the 200th issue. Now, the issue ends with Flash Thompson being thrown out of the window by the Green Goblin, which is reminiscent of what happened back when Gwen Stacy died when she fell off the George Washington Bridge. And that is how the issue ends. Going to issue 177, of course Flash Thompson doesn't die. But you do get a little more backstory as Harry is still the main suspect of being the Green Goblin. After all, it was his father who killed Gwen Stacy back in issue 121-122. Let's not forget that Norman Osborn figured out who Spider-Man was back in Amazing Spider-Man 39 and 40. So, Peter thinking Harry's the uh, Green Goblin? Not that much out of the uh, ordinary. Again, poor Aunt May. She has another heart attack in this issue. In fact, it's Aunt May who's front and center on the cover for the next issue, 178, where she's at the hospital and Mary Jane Watson has got a rag over poor Aunt May's head and wondering where Peter is. In the background, you see Peter and the Green Goblin fighting it out once again. Now, this is typical Bronze Age stuff. Peter Parker was still very much a member of the Daily Bugle staff. J. Jonah Jameson was his cranky, let's get Spider-Man. And we still had Joe Robertson, who was there. Now, there's always been an, under, an undercurrent that Joe actually realized that Peter Parker was Spider-Man. It's never been exactly proven. But again, this is a great time to be reading Amazing Spider-Man. It's a great Bronze Age supporting cast. Like many Marvel comics during this time, The Adventures of Peter Parker was much more soap opera than it is now. For example, back at the hospital, Peter waits for Aunt May's surgery to complete it. And we have Mary Jane, Aunt Anna, and Joe Robertson all there waiting to see if she's going to pull through. 
And one of the sub points to this whole storyline is back at Green Goblin's hideout, there's a hostage that the Green Goblin keeps coming back and talking to. Now, you don't see who this hostage is because he's covered in a mask. But at the end of the issue, we get to see who the hostage is as he breaks free. Spoiler, it turns out it's Harry Osborn. And man, is Harry upset. He's madder than a hatter. So obviously, this Green Goblin is not Harry, as Peter Parker suspected. And pretty much at the time, I think everybody else kind of thought it was Harry until the very end of this issue. Issue 180, the last part of this arc, has another great cover. It shows Spider-Man unmasking the imposter Green Goblin with Harry Osborn in the background in the Green Goblin costume. So yes, the fake Green Goblin and Harry Osborn are fighting together. This is a great issue. It's been years since I read this arc. And after 45 years, it still holds up. It's a great Green Goblin storyline. It has great Bronze Age stuff in it. Great supporting cast. Highly recommend it. You need to go check this out. Again, it is Spider-Man, A New Goblin from Amazing Spider-Man 176 through 180. You really owe it to yourself if you've never read this book. And if you have read it before, you need to go back and reread it. It still holds up. It's a great read, folks. Check it out. It's Aunt May who's front and center on the cover for the next issue, 178, where she's at the hospital. And Mary Jane Watson has got a rag over poor Aunt May's head and wondering where Peter is. In the background, you see Peter and the Green Goblin fighting it out once again. Now, this is typical Bronze Age stuff. Peter Parker was still very much a member of the Daily Bugle staff. J. Jonah Jameson was his cranky, let's get Spider-Man. And we still had Joe Robertson, who was there. Now, there's always been an, under, an undercurrent that Joe actually realized that Peter Parker was Spider-Man. It's never been exactly proven. But again, this is a great time to be reading Amazing Spider-Man. It's a great Bronze Age sporting cast. Like many Marvel comics during this time, The Adventures of Peter Parker was much more soap opera than it is now. For example, back at the hospital, Peter waits for Aunt May's surgery to be completed. And we have Mary Jane, Aunt Anna, and Joe Robertson all there waiting to see if she's going to pull through. Now, one of the sub points to this whole storyline is back at Green Goblin's hideout, there's a hostage. That the Green Goblin keeps coming back and talking to. Now, you don't see who this hostage is because he's covered in a mask. But at the end of the issue, we get to see who the hostage is as he breaks free. Spoiler, it turns out it's Harry Osborn. And man, is Harry upset. He's madder than a hatter. So obviously, this Green Goblin is not Harry, as Peter Parker suspected. And pretty much at the time, I think everybody else kind of thought it was Harry until the very end of this issue. Issue 180, the last part of this arc, has another great cover. It shows Spider-Man unmasking the imposter Green Goblin with Harry Osborn in the background in the Green Goblin costume. So yes, the fake Green Goblin and Harry Osborn are fighting together. This is a great issue. It's been years since I read this arc. And after 45 years, it still holds up. It's a great Green Goblin storyline. 
It has great Bronze Age stuff in it, great supporting cast, highly recommend it. You need to go check this out. Again, it is Spider-Man, A New Goblin from Amazing Spider-Man 176 through 180. You really owe it to yourself if you've never read this book. And if you have read it before, you need to go back and reread it. It still holds up. It's a great read, folks. Check it out. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. I hope you stick around for future episodes. If you like this podcast, please spread the word. Recommend it to comic fans. With this episode, I've added a link tree to the show notes, allowing you easy access to the comic fan podcast, platforms, and social media accounts. Please follow the podcast on Twitter and Instagram. I want the podcast to grow and introduce fans to a different way of covering comic books. Again, thanks so much for listening. See you next time. Thank you.